and gentlemen, welcome to the most electrifying must-listen-to podcast in sports entertainment. Welcome to FFC. I am your illustrious host, Damian Ellinghouse, accompanied as always by good friend and lover of all things blue and orange, Ryan Doyle. How are we? How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Ryan, we're not alone today, are we? We're not. We're not. You don't have to sing your little song today. We are not alone. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we are privileged, blessed, delighted, bewildered, beguiled, and shook to have with us today two of the finest wrestlers in the scene currently. Returning today is our first ever guest, the king of wrong style, the stylist of violence, the Adonis of dishonesty himself, Bryce Donovan. Wow. Who wrote those? I wrote those. I love it. I'm really hoping one of them. Do you have Do you have three of them for Bobby also? I got some stuff, and okay. if there's one thing you that... spoiled the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you did, I'm sorry. You did. You, and I, I can't spoiled edit this it. one out. I lied. Everything stays. Nothing. <laughs> okay. Gets All right. Sorry, everyone. Forget that happened. If there's one thing you should have learned while watching Bryce's career, it's that he doesn't really love traveling alone. And so in that spirit, please welcome his He doesn't best love traveling friend. at all. He likes to leave right when the match ends. Absolutely. <laughs> please welcome his best friend, your reigning, defending Blitzkrieg Pro Bedlam champion, two-time Create-A-Pro tag team champion, one-third wow. of the most love-to-hate-him group in professional wrestling, the Shook wow. Crew, alongside Bryce Donovan and Platinum Max Caster. Please Gather up your mom and welcome to the show, the goatest of all time, that bitch, Bobby Orlando. Wow. Ah, Don, Bo- Don Bobby's here. Thank you for clapping, <laughs> Ryan Doyle. I see you. Don Bobby's uh, here. Bobby Jr.'s with me, but it's okay. Uh, you said one third. I'm actually one fourth because there are four of us. But you're right. I'll, you're right. I'll give you this one pass. It's okay. Thank you. Thank you. And, and that actually was going to be my first question was whether we had the pleasure of Bobby Jr.'s company today. So. Yeah, he's right. He's next to me. Tell him to say hi. Bob, Bobby Jr., say hi. Hi. Uh, he sounds so cute. <laughs> what an adorable. Yeah. Who knew that his voice was that deep? You'd be surprised. Uh, you know, he just at puberty, he's going through a stage in his life where his voice is changing. So <laughs> it's that time. Have you had to talk with him yet? No. No. That's fine. He's a good now, being that you are the most recent graduate from Creative Pro in Shook Crew and how uh, involved Bobby Jr. Mm-hmm. tends to be in your matches and your day-to-day life, it begs the question, will he be following in your footsteps and starting training at the dojo soon? Uh, he, wow. he's, he's, tra- he's trained by me. I, I, he, he, <laughs> here's the thing. He's a uh, yarder. Creative Pro only allows humans to train, and that's it's, an, it's a good rule. You know what hmm. I'm saying? I wouldn't want, uh, you know the the privilege and priority of having to take care of another animal. So I I train it myself. I take on that task, and I think it's going pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean he, he looks he's great. Helped, he's helped me get he's helped me get the dub plenty of times. Yeah, absolutely. Although you know I seem to recall a couple of bears being trained at your dojo by uh, Brian and Pat. So that is true. Well, that, that is true. That is true. But you know what? They're they're, they're so scary. You don't want to say no to them. <laughs> That's, uh, goats are kind of more wholesome and, and cute. You can't, you know, it's 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 easier to turn away a goat. Yeah, that's Pat, absolutely right. If we tried to tell Pat to train a stuff, you know, he'd, he'd kick him. He'd kick all of us out. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So first off, Bobby, I want to congratulate you on yet another successful title defense last month. Oh, Don Bonnie. Good job, uh, Bobby. Great Thanks, job. Thanks, guys. Great job. Did it almost entirely by himself uh, in the know, fatal so four-way for the Blitzkrieg. I know. Uh, all by myself. All by yourself for the Blitzkrieg Pro Bedlam Championship. Now, at 628 days and counting, your reign is by far, <laughs> by far, <laughs> the longest of the belt's history. Yeah, what happened that it got this long? Did something happen in between? I don't know. 2020 was just a real good year for Bobby and probably wrestling as a whole. How does oh, it feel I to be up there with Bruno San Martino? Yeah, you're going for it. Oh, I'm so good. <laughs> and at that, 628 days, three successful defenses. So we are a fighting champion. <laughs> That's one defense per 200 days. Oh Approaching my. Dean Ambrose territory. Wait, what? Uh, who won the title first? Did Walter win the UK title first or did Bobby win the Blitzkrieg title first? Excellent how, question. It how was long ago did Walter 20, win? It was back in 2019. You beat Walter? I am Walter. Wow, we gotta do Bobby. We gotta do Bobby versus Walter unification match. Oh yeah, no, that's uh, that's true. And of course, you took it off the incomparable Chris Statlander, I who is a, a good friend of you guys. Uh, I hope she didn't take it personally. No, I think she did. No, <laughs> we hit her yeah. in the face with a brick. That's that's More usually about, people take that ass, Bobby Jr.'s ass. There was a brick. At, uh, yeah, we don't have to go into detail. Okay, so maybe she took it a little personally. But, you know, that, that does lead to the fact that the Bedlam title seems to be one that really wears down your body. And so it's apropos that you would be uh, the one to hold it, as you really seem to be the guy in Shukru who's really willing to put his body on the line and do whatever it takes to win. So my question is, have you always been known as a risk taker, or did this aspect of your personality develop naturally as you continued growing your style? Yeah, man, I've always been a risk taker. Uh, taker you know what i'm saying like in kindergarten i remember the teacher they told us to, to uh, make an art project and i and i painted the sky red instead of blue it was a risk at the time Whoa. but uh, you know i really had to just you know t- uh, shoot my shot and it, from then on it's just always been a, it's always been a lifestyle but more realistically i guess it's uh i guess it's a blessing in the skies that i'm able to uh, uh take these risks and put my body on the line in order to win matches because you got to do what you got to do sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Dude, Bobby's. But Bobby's, most of the time they don't. They don't. They, the plan doesn't come to fruition. Bobby, do you remember the, our our first match together? Uh, Bobby went for a big splash off the top. I think this was actually like your first outside match. Went for I, a big a big splash yeah. off the top and did not connect. And it I was the most devastating fall from a splash. It was just flat. Like star starfished out right on his face, splash in the first match. So very really set the tone for how many risks Bobby was gonna take in the rest it of the really career. set the pace. Oh boy. And is that the that was price, that the, that's uh, actually so true? I didn't even think about that. that's what we were, that like, <laughs> it's so that wild. Was like first, that was like the first one and it really just yeah. it was all it was I like guess the, up it there. was like the second move he went for. <laughs> splash off the top. Was that there the was rumble like, back in twenty seventeen? That was, no, uh, was no. at, I don't even remember who it was against, but it was at Grimm's. It was at it was the Beach Bums. Oh, it was the it was the Beach Bums? Yeah, it was that, was, first, the, that was our first that match. That was the first that was, uh, that was the beginning of Shook Crew. That was before we were Shook Crew. It was just we were in a six man that happened to be me, Bobby, and Max. You uh Max and uh Smart Mark, we're going to Grimm's, and you're like, Do you want to come? I was like, Yes. And then that's what Shukru happened. If you never asked yeah. me to come, we would not be here. Yeah, that's crazy. We wrestled the the Beach Bums who 
Uh, that was you guys. Do you guys know TJ Crawford? Um, I don't believe I do. Ryan, do you? He, I do not. He's an indie, he's an indie guy now, but he's really good. He's you will good. know his name by the yeah. end of the year. He's fi- he's fire. So young TJ Crawford being in that match. Also oh wait, you funny. know what? He he had a match not that long ago around uh, Mania weekend, right? Yeah, he was in a few things Mania weekend. Was mm-hmm. he was was he the one that took on um, Ace Austin? Was that him? I think did he have a match against Ace Austin? I don't know. He I probably he did at some point. He had one. He had one at the uh, at the Tony Deppin show. I know that. Yeah, yeah, that's that, the one I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Nolan Oh, with Nolan Edward. Yeah, he was our first no. shout out at uh, uh, when we started talking about indie guys because he's insane. Nah. I don't good. But yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, Bobby's a big risk taker, which makes me happy because I'm a, I'm a scared I'm a scared of things. So Are Bobby's you like, I'll go. yes, Bobby's oh. like, I'll jump, ah. I'll jump off on he him. Said it, Ryan <laughs> said it. Um, I did. Now I, I got a little bit ahead of ourselves, Ryan, didn't I? Because I, I skipped a whole part. Of our of our intro, didn't I? You're right. Oh, okay. you didn't do your beer thing. I didn't do my beer thing. <laughs> See, I know the show. I know the show. Yeah, uh, they drink they drink beer, Bobby. Isn't that so messed up? I'm leaving. Well, sometimes it's not beer. All right. Sometimes people's tummies hurt, and we drink other things. And I think every single guest that's come on has exclusively not drank beer. I, drank beer. So, <laughs> I don't drink. We've had some smart guests. Bobby, tell them what I drink. Only drink water. Only drink only water. water. We are hydro homies on this podcast, so dude. No I'm on the Reddit account. After you guys told me, I joined it. It's great. Only hydro homies, not only the one before water. it. Not the one before. Not the one before. No. <laughs> only drink water. There it is. It hasn't changed. We're so stuck. before we we continue our our uh, delving. Oh, yep. There only he is official. Drink, drink only water. water. Drink only before water. we continue our our deep dive here, <laughs> let us discuss what we're drinking real quick. Now, obviously, Bryce here is drinking water. Bobby, do you have any liquid around you you can say you're drinking? Uh, I oh, just no. finished a can of sparkling water. Oh, there no, we they're go. Not, they're not even giving you water, Bobby? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's Great so start. Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's rough. All right, Ryan, what about you? Uh, I'm also drinking water. See what I'm talking about? But I, uh, I did, I did head go. down down to good old Wilmington, North Carolina, over the weekend, and I did hit up some some nice breweries down there. Uh, Waterline Brewing Company, uh, Mad Mole Brewing Company, and Flying Machine Brewing Company. They were uh, all awesome local mainstays that I uh, hit up on my travels there. So good times. Good. So this is three people water. So I'm just a fucking drunk in the middle of the week. Excellent. Good stuff. stuff. Uh, I guess I'm not the professional athlete on this anyway. Well, I'm drinking an apropos beer by uh, Clown Shoes because I'm just a giant fucking clown. Uh, This beer is called Rainbows Are Real. It's a hazy IPA, and uh, no one. Hey, Pride Month. Rainbows are real. That's right. So I'm I'm just gonna open it. No ceremony, and we're just gonna keep on pushing. Happy Pride Month. Happy like Pride that. Month, everybody. All right. So, Bobby, aside from your, at times, pretty surprising strength and your ability to withstand immense amounts of punishment, one of the things that really makes you stand out both in the ring and out of it is your look and persona. Equal parts new school and old school. You kind of got this punk rock junkyard dog aesthetic, and it really makes mm. you stand out in a crowded field of other talented wrestlers. And you really mm. never cease to entertain, whether it's in the middle of a hardcore match cutting another viral hit with Bryce and Max or informing the people of your happenings uh, on Twitter. So 
in an industry shaped heavily by people like Zack Ryder, the elite, New Day, you know, going viral is a big deal. And with no shortage of world-class workers, what is your key to standing out and how do you work to keep things fresh? Well, first of all, thank you so much for the kind words. You're making me blush over here. I can't uh, see it, but you're welcome. Well, I am blushing. Uh, honestly, I've always just been myself. And I feel like that's what everyone has to do. If you put on, if you try to be something you're not, it's, it's just going to come across that way to the people watching. The perception is going to be all thrown off. So at the end of the day, just be yourself. Don't try to be anyone else. Don't conform to what you think a pro wrestler is or a pro wrestler has to be. Uh, and do your own thing, you know what I'm saying? And, and just do things to entertain yourself because more than likely it will translate over to the crowd. And if they see that you're doing something you enjoy and they see that you're being yourself, they'll just follow along, you know, and, and just, and just join and join the fun with you. Yeah. They'll, they'll join in and yelling at us. Yes. Really mean. Yes. Really, really mean. <laughs> Mama, yeah, yo, yeah, yo, that's what I do. Um, I just do stuff that make me laugh. And then apparently it makes everyone else laugh. That's fun. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of like Hiromu Takahashi energy. Dude, yo, me and Max say that all the time. <laughs> a lot, very strong. Bobby, we call Bobby Takahashi, and he Literally. doesn't. He doesn't watch New Japan. He doesn't watch New Japan. I'm Takahashi. That's, we'll talk. We'll talk in the, me and Max will talk about New Japan in the chat, and Bobby goes, "Yeah, Takahashi, yo." Like, will will on, we Bobby. have a, a Daryl versus Bobby Junior match in the in the future? Oh my god! Yes. Maybe you have to. Maybe uh, just put him put him in there against just lock the cage and put him lock, in there. Yeah, yeah, just a real blood feud between stuffed <laughs> stuffed animals. I'm sorry. Well, Bobby I mean, Jr. people not care stuffed, more about Bobby Junior than me, so I, I I wouldn't doubt they'd want to see that. <laughs> I think you still have more followers though, right? You know, I'm surprised. Uh, Bobby has Bobby Junior had a, an official match yet? <laughs> no, not he has not. He has not. He has not made his his in ring official debut. No, no, he actually no, he hasn't. It'll probably happen one day. Yeah, I'm, I'm very surprised it hasn't yet. Well, um, your point about, like, you know, just being yourself really is, it's, I guess it's kind of uh, ironic because so much about wrestling seems to be about being anything but yourself. But, you know, like you said, some the best people in wrestling are really just either overblown versions of themselves or just extensions of their personality. I've known Bryce for a long time and by and large he's always been the same person and it's why he's had so few friends as we were growing up. Mm-hmm. I've known him for a long time too. How long? Have you? Uh, pretty long. I'm not sure how long you guys have known each other or if you know his age but nonetheless. Bobby doesn't know how old I am. He, uh, I don't want to know at this point. It's, it's just it's, <laughs> He's it's either just, he's ongoing. either twenty five or fifty. It's up to you to decide. I don't know about that. Maybe he's twenty three. You never know. <laughs> uh, well, I've known I've known Bryce since he was a, a chipper fourteen year old, a wee lad. He's known me since I was uh, six foot two and one hundred twenty pounds. Yes, so. yes. Ah, I was a skinny uh, boy. Back in the day, we used to uh, we used to go out on the Long Island Sound, and we'd use him as our whore because he was just really. Mm-hmm aerodynamic and good sure. for it. It was all no fat. Ah, good job. Yeah. Just flatten up. You just flatten up. You kind of get it in there. It's great. It's a great core exercise, and that's why he looks the way he does now. Mm-hmm. What um, about you, Damien? What good about, job, Bryce. What about me? Am I aerodynamic? Because I'm not, Ryan. <laughs> Damien, I am he's, not the most, he's the most aerodynamic person we know. 
once upon a time, I was the same size as, as Bryce, but that's now, true. Now me and Damien went to the gym together. We would sneak in, we would sneak Damien into the gym at 1 a.m. so he wouldn't have to get a membership. Yeah, he was <laughs> like, Oh, I love doing 2 a.m. Uh, workouts, and I was like, all right, I can try that. And I did it for like a week. And I was like, you're an insane person. I'm going to stay home and eat snacks. <laughs> it was fun. Um, because you could go at 2 a.m. You could just go into the gym. No one's going to stop you. The guy's asleep. He doesn't care. That is true. No one, no one really cared. And I, I would walk in very nervously, timid, timid little fella that I am. But I guess There's it does a, help. Yeah. Life hack for all the broke people at home that want to get a gym membership but don't want to pay for one. Just go at 2 a.m. You're good. Be luck. Don't be broke. Uh. Now, it's obviously been a challenging year for wrestling. There was a thing that happened in 2020. Um, the, what happened? I don't know, but it was something. <laughs> it, was, it was something and it was a challenge. Right. Did people hear okay. about that? I don't know. I, I can't tell if it was an industry secret or not. But there was a thing that happened. And as wrestlers have had to find ways to work without a crowd while also seeing the amount of matches they've had severely diminishing, it's, it's been tough. You know, it, it was heartening to see Creative Pro continue to function throughout 2020. And, uh, Bobby, you've already exceeded your match number from last year. Uh, you got 10 and counting. So I didn't know this. Well, Dude, he does his research, I bro. do my homework. We, we do our homework here on Damn. fucking casuals. Uh, yeah. Now, this question is for both of you. Despite the lack of crowds, I feel that, you know, the group's stars and your stars individually have really continued to grow. And as Bryce mentioned earlier, your ability to generate heat and work the crowds was immediately back on display, uh, you know, once you started working the Beyond shows when they came back to uh, crowds. So were those first moments back in front of people harrowing or did it feel like you were right back at home? No, I hate, I hate those. I hate, I hate people. They always boo us and they call Bobby Jr. a sheep. So, they do. So, yeah. So, honestly, it was actually better when we were wrestling for the middle one because we could, we could focus on the match and getting the win because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. We don't get a bigger payday with the fans there. We get a bigger payday when we win matches. If we have we distractions, do. we can't win Bob, matches. If Bobby, we, can't we win, do. Win we, matches, do. We, don't get paid. we do get a bigger payday with the fans there. Nonetheless. <laughs> uh, I see we're taking uh, your good friend MJF's approach on this, which is fair, which is fair. Fuck, man. Yeah, no, the fans are, the fans are cool. I, a podcast last week is like, you love the fans, right? And I was like, ha-ha. No. Oh, not really. <laughs> I just don't like the Beyond fans because they call Bobby Jr. a sheep. Yeah, like, I can't – it doesn't make sense that they think he looks like a sheep. Like, he has horns. Is that Stupid. Horns? That is stupid. Long Island fans just feeling the biggest uh, up and coming heels of the business. Dude, we. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, but yeah, it, it was crazy coming like back with fans. Like, even like over the last year, Max Lily was just talking to us yesterday about how he's looking at the uh, Freestyle Fridays from a year ago. Mm-hmm. And he's like, wow, like a lot happened this last year. I was like, yeah, pretty crazy. Like, no, like, no fan shows. Max obviously had the biggest year of his career. <laughs> We had like some of the biggest matches of our career uh, over this last time period. Like, yeah, it's it's super. It was super weird uh, wrestling with no fans. But again, like Bobby said, they're mean to us anyway. Except for honestly, Creative Pro fans, they like us. I like Creative Pro fans. They're I nice to. to they're nice to us. Unlike some people at Beyond and Limitless. Yeah, oh my god, yo. <laughs> My, you guys know you guys know Limitless. Yeah. You know yeah. Yes. Okay. 
for some like we the first when we went to Limitless to wrestle Mainstay Posse. This was like three or like two or three years ago now. These were like the nicest fans that have ever existed in history. Right, nice. First of all, the place was packed. It was like an armory that was like packed out the door because it, it was like a huge show. Which if you look at that show now, I think we went through the card and is every match had someone who signed in it. So crazy show looking back on it. Like Darby oh. Allen was on the show. Max was obviously on the show. MJF won the Limitless title on the show. It was Chris Statlander Mark, versus Mark, Christian Mark Casanova. Mark. Who was it? Yeah, Mark was just like every match had someone signed in it. But yeah, dude, they were so nice. They like bought mad of our stuff. They all came up to us and were like, We love your music video, making fun of the mainstay posse. And we're like, Wow, we loved it too. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Something about those Mainers. Yo, the, I guess they're just really nice in Maine. It was like a far it was like far it was like deep Maine too. It was like six it was like mid like the middle of Maine. Pretty sure. But yeah, Limitless fans, cool. Creative Pro fans, cool. Beyond fans, mean. Don't know the difference between animals. Don't like them. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, look at the, the – is this uh, – was this a show that had, like, John Silver was on it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. They, if, uh, nah, he wasn't there. Wh- he, no, wasn't? No, he wasn't No, there. yes, he was. No, I know. I was just thinking because I was thinking, like, of our car load. He didn't go up. I want to pull, pull up that card because it honestly is, like, a wild card. Is it the one from January 2018? Blitzkrieg May- versus Limitless? No, it's a different one. It's, it's, um, if, uh, uh, no, we yeah, were, on. on, Shakru versus Main State. It was March, March, uh, yeah. Oh, here it is. 15. Live streaming on IWTV. Okay. Uh, Darby. Oh, Adams yeah. On it. Chris Ted Dickinson. Against Teddy Hart. Yeah. Chris Dickinson versus Tommy Dreamer. Oh, yeah. Christian look at this. Ka- Christian Castover versus Chris Statlander. <laughs> Darby versus Teddy. Yeah, this was like a wild. Uh, MJF versus Ace Romero. Yeah, MJF is uh, AG was in that match, and he's in WWE now. Like Butcher like, Blade. Every, yeah. Oh yeah, Butcher and the Blade on the show. Yeah, they even, Jay, Freddie, and Puff. Yeah. See, I didn't even know Butcher and the Blade were on the show. Like literally every match. This uh, was like, this was like a snipe of a show by randy who runs limitless where he just sniped all the biggest like the people who were going to get signed in the next two years and danhausen the biggest Danhausen was on. i didn't even know danhausen conan's favorite wrestler himself pat Pat buck who's a wwe producer now wow a real a real who's who on this yeah this was a lot this was like a crazy stacked show and it was packed out the armory was huge we wrestled main state and obviously they're good so have you guys just been blown away by like the amount of progress that has been made in uh, the last two years within the local scene, within like the local Northeast scene? It is. It is really cool that like I feel. I feel like it's the hottest section of the United States, at least. Like it has to be. Like I'm trying. I'm thinking. I'm going through like the Any people who have been signed and who've been. Sorry. I mean, at this like at this. Also, it's a lot because of uh, Creative Pro getting like 20 people signed and new England, new England pro wrestling Academy was the other one that NEPA who they got like a bunch of people signed. So yeah, it's like crazy. And then Buffalo. So yeah, I think it's, I think it's a lot because of those three schools like cap NEPA and the Buffalo school where those three together just made like so many good wrestlers. And then obviously there's like other schools that also have their own guys, but like those three mainly have produced like a crazy amount of good people. Which yeah, I feel like Northeast is definitely the best area 
for it, indie wrestling at least. It really does feel like, especially in the last couple of years, and especially with the rise of AEW, Creative Pro has just been on fire. And I feel like a lot of that, aside from the fact that obviously you just have great trainers there, and you know Brian Myers is one of the best minds in the biz, I feel like it also helps that Brian went over to Impact and is really showing his star off as well. I feel like there's a lot of exposure um, and AEW needed people like Max, people like yourselves to uh, build itself up. Yeah, it's cool. I, I always say a cap, like, it's crazy, like, the connections you have a cap. Because if you literally just, you go to cap, so Brian's an impact. We all know. Pat Buck, the other trainer, WWE producer. MJF is one of, was one of the first people signed to AEW. Obviously, he's well respected there. Like those are the three; those are like the, the three biggest companies, pretty much, in the United States. And you have a direct line to all of them. Like, what other school can say that and offer that they have this exact? And just not that you mentioned like the connection like these people have to like different indie companies. Like, you have a direct line to all these things. Like, I can't imagine training at a different place that would be better than that like there's just it's there's no competition in my opinion i i i'd be hard pressed to disagree with you and um so speaking of working at creative pro and being able to you know work throughout uh the year that shall not be named what were some of the ways that you guys were preparing to hit the road harder in 2021 while you were sidelined like was working us uh a situation like Creative Pro where you were still getting that work in was that uh, obviously it was beneficial, but you yeah. know, what were some what were some things that you did to prepare yourself for this year coming up? Uh, I started training at a new gym, uh, Stoked Athletics. Shout out to them, where that's kind of I started doing that last summer because during quarantine I like fell out of shape obviously because there was no gyms. Not out of shape, but like all I could do was really I I could ride bikes. And I wasn't going to buy like thousands of dollars worth of workout equipment. You couldn't anyway. So, it was all yeah, fucking it was, sold yeah, out. <laughs> it was, yeah, impossible. So yeah, I was like not out of shape, but I was like definitely smaller. So I was like, oh, I'll try something new to get back into it. So I started doing stoked. Like I trained there. Uh, Max trains there. Uh, Aaron Rourke, people know him. He trains there. VSK, he trains there. Like they've been really great in helping me get in like, when I feel like I'm in the best shape I've been in right now. So that was, yeah, that, yeah, so that was huge for doing that. Uh, Bobby started running 300 miles a day, apparently. 300? It's insane. He sends us his, like, runs. They're, like, absurd. He runs, like, about, yeah. Bobby, talk about your running training. You know, I, I just run. I run so far away. <laughs> literally. That? That's a good song. Dude. He literally just runs and runs and runs and runs and runs and does not stop don't running. Stop. He just doesn't. Die on Bobby Gump. He well, sends that- us like, hey, guys, here's the, here's the run I just did. What do you think? It's like 400 miles in like <laughs> 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> He's just doing a run to marathon casually on a Thursday. Literally. Bobby, you should do exactly. a marathon at some point. You would be should. great. Well, the, it's, it's clear in your matches because you really do have – you know, one of the better motors, I think, going on at Indies right now, you're very tireless with how boundless your energy is. Oh, yeah. And obviously, you know, I said it just now, but Bryce, you, and I've known you and I've seen you 
develop yourself as you started training, but this is by far the best that you've looked. You're fast, you're lean, you've looked incredible. You guys are, it's no surprise that you guys are getting the attention that you're getting. And I'm glad to see it. That match that you guys had with Bear Country, I texted Bryce right after and was like, what the fuck is this? Like, it was incredible. Wow, thank you. That was very nice. Uh, and of course, uh, your match against the uh, Gabagool Goodfellas, which was oh yeah, your guys, you guys were so conflicted. Uh, uh, Bobby Ryan, Ryan was uh, childhood friends with Rex Lawless. All so, right. Yeah. So they had a they they were split on our match at Beyond, but they made the right choice at the end. I assume. I think so. I. Oh, well, you guys are here, right? <laughs> yeah. You'll I don't notice see Rick, we didn't have Ryan back. Or I don't Rex and Verna on here. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it's every match that I've been able to catch of you guys, and I've really been trying to watch more Beyond because, honestly, Beyond is running some crazy fucking shows as of late. Yeah. Uh, in fact, by the time that this comes out, it'll be a day after Project Dolphin, but the card on that is absurd. Uh, right, it's oh, yeah. gonna be a, it's good. tomorrow. It's gonna be the day after Max wins and beats. Oh Slade. yeah! So Which, by the time by the time people hear this podcast, Max will have already made Slade tap out at Beyond Wrestling. Project and Dolphin. that's uh, exactly what I wanted to to bring up next. Is your whole crew has been locked in this really fierce feud with this maniac Slade for the better part of a year? Uh, Bobby, of course, recently defeated him in a fatal four way. Uh, completely. Good job, Bobby. I beat his ass. <laughs> uh, put him, put him through a, put him through a door. Death Valley. You see driver. that? You see that Death Valley driver? Great the looking door? Death Valley. Oh, that was yeah. nasty. Picture perfect. That was a nasty Bryce, DVD Bryce, through the door. Bryce, yeah. Bryce, did you see that Death Valley driver? Yo, I, that's that shit was nasty. That was a Ryan, good Death Valley Ryan, driver. Ryan, Dude, he like ba- Bobby like bounced into the ropes after he was like hanging there. And then we ran. <laughs> I did it. No, I just no, no one out, no one was out there with you, Bryce. No, it was just oh, him. Yeah. It was just no, him. yeah. That was really that was really good of you. Just Bobby like how Jr. Max, wasn't even there. Yeah, and just definitely how, did not contribute. Just like how Max made Slade tap out without my help by the time people listen to this. Yes. No help. Well, Max specifically said he does not want Shook Crew there. So they're that's not gonna why, meet us. You know? That's why we will not be there. So this is airing after, right? Yes. S- surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> I was <laughs> Oh no! I was there, you fools, <laughs> you idiots. Uh, and yes, of course. Uh, by this time, the submissions will be there. But you know, Max defeated him. Well, obviously, have defeated him yesterday, but defeated him yes. in a banger of a matchup at Fool's Paradise. But Slade did get the better of you in a no ring handicap match back in 2020. Uh, he did. He well, I, I'm not surprised you don't remember because he uh, he he beat some people up. Yeah, what the f- he tried to burn Max's house down. That shit was crazy. Oh, hatchet <laughs> to Bobby Jr. Bobby, did you, did you purge that from your memory? <laughs> no, when you said no ring, I just thought like we were like I don't know. I thought, like, oh, you thought we were at like one of the bar shows? Yeah, like yeah, like that, like an actual like no ring show. Cause it, yeah, know. unfortunately, it was just Max's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't expect that shit though. You never do. You, you you can't expect some. He just wanted to film a music video, and he and he somehow Slade, found dude, Max's house. Slade's a wild man, yeah. Slade is. Slade's deranged. I, I don't like, like him. Le, like legit, like legitimately, 
like uh, if anyone thinks that Slade is putting on an act or anything, he's I'm telling you he is not. This man is nuts. I don't want to be anywhere near him at any time. Yeah, anytime. He, Ryan, have you he gave me a boo boo on my butt? Gave Bobby a boo boo on his butt. Oh, Ryan, yeah, have you did. seen any of Slade's stuff? It was Ryan? me. Yes, yeah. you. Ryan. I-, I thought you were talking to uh, one of them. Have you? Seen I know them, they've man? seen it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I had the game, Ryan. I have not had the pleasure. Yeah, just if yet. you watch, if you want to watch a very uncomfortable match, you can watch Slade versus Matt, Matt Justice from the Beyond Signature series. And you'll see how excited everyone is during this match and when it starts and how crazy it is. And then one thing the hammer. happens, the hammer, something the happens hammer. and the place just goes silent. Oh, Abs- absolutely. I had to take a shower after that match. No one's, no one was saying a word. Everyone was very uncomfortable. It's the most uncomfortable match I've ever seen live. Was that it's the most one- uncomfortable I've ever been in my life. Was yeah. that the one where they started throwing each other out into the snow before coming back in? They yes. did go outside into the snow. Yes. Uh, Ryan, Very, I feel that Slade is a person you would have a begrudging respect for since you're not allowed to like him because if you liked him, we wouldn't ever get Shakur back on. Uh, if you liked him, you're an accomplice. Check that out. Uh, he's a scary man, and I have no doubt that Shakur is going to ultimately become victorious, but as tough as all of you guys are, it's clear that Slade has zero regard for his or anyone else's well-being, and it seems like he won't rest until he's buried all of you. So... How do you approach an opponent like this? And are you worried that Bobby Jr. is going to end up an orphan? Wow. Charged question. What I'm is asking. with this? This is a horrible question. <laughs> I, I'm curious. I just need to know. I don't want it to happen. Well, sadly, he's put me on the shelf. I, uh, not only am I hurt, I just, I'm not, I'm not looking to get put through another table. So nah. I'm, I'm not, I'm, even if Max told me not to go, I probably wasn't going to go anyway. <laughs> I'm not looking to get hurt again. Well, uh, speaking of tough matches, Bobby, earlier this year, you participated in a balls of steel match. Oh my oh, God. Oh, Bobby did that. Evil <laughs> saving. Can you, uh, can you describe to our listeners at home just exactly what that entailed? Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, so I cha- wait. I, I changed my vote for most uncomfortable match I've ever been there live for to the balls of steel. Evil, <laughs> Evil Kip. Apparently, uh, for some reason, kept hitting me in the wee wee, and I, in retaliation, hit him in the in the in the wee wee back. Mm-hmm. To eventually, we just every single time we were in in the same vicinity as each other, we would aim for the the low blow. So the Creative Pro TV management decided that it would be best if we, you know, could sell our differences in the ring. But uh, the, we, they wanted to avoid any low blow shots because we knew that was mm-hmm. going to come. And if, if we went right for the Wii Wii right at the beginning of the match, we would have both got disqualified and then the match would have been over. So we had to wear protective cups, uh, protective athletic cups in order to wrestle. Uh, hence the balls of steel. And I'm not going to lie, I thought, you know, maybe if I, you know, angled it differently, my, my, my shot could connect. But no, those, those cups did the job. And uh, yeah. at the end of the day, I got the, the dub because Diane Bobby. Tell, tell, him, tell him how you did it. Yeah, I, let's, let, let everybody know how you got the win. Well, <laughs> Kip, uh, you know, is it, he, he's evil. It's in his name. And he decided that he would cheat uh, while the ref was unconscious. 
and he took the cup, uh, removed it, the cup from the jock strap, and went to hit me over the head with it. Luckily, I kicked out. But then when he went to do it again, I caught it because I was like, no, 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 not again. And I reversed it, turned it around, and gave him a variation of the mandible claw uh, with the cup. And that's mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. Bobby suffocated him with a cup. Suffocated him with a cup and then My hit goodness. a lung blower. The bish stabber. Back the bish stabber. The Is bish it called stabber. the bish stabber? I'm called that. <laughs> I'm deciding it right now. <laughs> Devastating. I've always called it that. I've always, right, I've I have always not it. one time have I heard you call it the bish stabber. <laughs> Whenever commentators come up to me before the show to like, do you hit any specific moves? I was like, yeah, my, one of my signature moves is the bish stabber. If I hit it, say it. <laughs> well... Maybe I gotta listen to commentary more. Well, all the people who've asked me usually don't hear the commentary afterwards. Yeah, because they don't get the footage. Is it kind of like you know listening to yourself? Like for us, like I, I rarely go back and listen to myself on an episode because I cringe at my voice. But yeah. do you guys go back and like watch the matches and I, listen to the commentary? Only if I win. Only if you win. <laughs> That's fair. I've actually I've Why done, I've done commentary. I've I I done commentary and listened to it back. And I think my voice. I, when I was younger, I was more like, oh, I hate my voice. But I think now, because I've heard myself speak on so many things and like heard my voice from like uh, promos and stuff, I'm now like, oh, yeah, that is, that is what I sound like. You I have know what to. I sound like. Yeah. You have to love your voice in wrestling. Yeah. You have to you have to love hearing yourself talk. I mean, I have to edit these fucking two hour behemoths every time, so I'm just two real. Comfortable. Oh my god, Bryce, we're here, gonna be here forever. The Snyder. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. We're gonna we're gonna rush you along. We know you're busy, folk. We're, we know you're busy, folk. Or maybe Damien, we won't. I don't know. Damien makes the no, Snyder I, cut every week. Uh huh. Of the thing. Bobby, yeah. That's right, guys. Four hours of raw reviews every four, week coming. Four hours. Week. We're not talking about raw. I will not talk about Raw. We won't be doing it. No, thank you. Dude, that show's three hours, so you got to talk for like... You took four hours about a three-hour show? Like, that's you got to cover a lot. But you really spend five hours talking about a three-hour show because the other one is just screaming into the void. <laughs> just just anger and rage. Um, before we move on to our double or nothing discussion ryan anything you'd like to ask the lads yes bobby uh as a fellow jets fan how has the pain and suffering fueled you in your matches listen (laughs) (laughs) it takes a certain type of mental uh toughness to be a jets fan and at the end of the day not only am i proud to bleed green I'm also proud to, at this point, cope with yeah. the with, with the the cape with the fact, the fact, the fact, the fact that I I just come to the acceptance that the Jets will forever suck. Whoa! Um, ah, it's okay though. It's okay. I thought they just got like a new really good person. They got a Mormon guy. We don't know who he is. For the eighth time in 20 years, we have a really good new person. <laughs> yeah. We don't know how he's going to do. I thought a Sam lot. was going to be good. Sam did not do good. No. A lot of people Sonic say Bobby Sam. A lot of people say Bobby looks like Sam Darnold. That's, I am Sam Darnold. That's mean. But not, but not like anymore. Him, not, mean. not anymore. Because he's gone. And Zach Wilson, the new quarterback, is sponsored by Chipotle, so he's automatically better. Oh, dude, you must love him. Oh, I love him so much. I want to kiss him on the forehead. (laughs) 
if he uh, scores enough touchdowns, maybe somewhere else. Let's see what happens. Uh, we're across we'll fans here. Yeah. Uh, well, so, but yes, like you were saying, no, no, it doesn't implement into my matches. I like to be cool, calm, and collected before I go wrestle. I'm not raging. I've seen Bobby watch Jet, Jets games. It's not a, it's not a pleasant sight. <laughs> What was the bigger tragic moment for you? Ric Flair's final match against Shawn Michaels or Brett Favre's entire 2008 season? Ew, God. Oh, God. Whoa! Ryan! My God. Hey, I own a Brett Favre jersey. We don't talk about Brett Favre's freaking Jet uh, career. It wasn't a career. Wait, I thought Brett Favre was, like, really good. The greatest six weeks of my life. (laughs) Oh, he went went to the Jets and was really bad. And then he went to the Vikings. And went to the Vikings and And he was great. Wait, 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 wait. And then he Brett died Harv- in a playoff game. Wait, Bret Hart, uh, you're telling me Bret Hart was really good. Uh-huh. He went Brett to the Jets Favre. and was really bad. Uh-huh. But then, then went he went to, to a different team and he was really good again? Yes. Shocking, yes. I know. Truly really shocking. What? It, a tale as old as time. He was with the Jets for one year. Well, if you want to call it that. <laughs> can't wait for Le'Veon Bell to go somewhere and just be a fucking all-star MVP. Here he did. Again. He was in his Super Bowl, so he almost got there. <laughs> well, this is why this is why I don't watch the Jets. No, no, no. You just you just watch basketball and love the Miami Heat. Yeah, I just watched the Miami Heat get swept out of the first round. So you fucking, yeah, I make a, you've earned that. Inspired. You've earned that. Having to be your friend during the fucking big three era was just was the a, worst bottom barrel time. fucking experience. It was a great time. Damien, Damien can tell you, during the, the LeBron Heat playoff runs, I would carry ch- uh, powder everywhere I went so oh, I could God. do the powder toss. Insufferable. The, the LeBron powder toss every time. It was great. But, uh, uh, yeah, bless you. Nope. Uh, okay. Wait, no, we're good. We're good. Okay. God bless okay. you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. Die on Bobby. So – as we move forward here, it's still in the back of my throat. Sneeze is still there. Going to come out when you I don't it. want it to. Like a parasite. Uh, come on, Vince. Have, find out the sneeze. As we navigate our way through here. Oh, yeah. You get uh, hired for that. I would, I would like to uh, talk about Double or Nothing and get you guys' uh, takes, especially after, uh, shockingly, Max Caster defeated Kenny Omega uh, for the AEW World Heavyweight. Dude, if only, bro. Just what a matter of time. Of when? When? Just a baby. matter of time. Max is Max is going to be AEW World Champion. Put that on a predictions list and the or TNT whatever. Champion. Write it on. Write it on the board or the TNT Champion or both at the same. Or the put, put it on a board. Uh, lock that in. Max is going to be AEW World Champion. Hundred um, percent. Max is going to win the tag titles with Bowens. He's going to win the AEW title, the TNT title, and the FTW title. Get that FTW title on him, man. Yeah, get it off of Cage. Have they, have they defended the FTW title? Like twice. Oh. No, it's yeah. happened like twice on Dark. Uh, wow, he's, actually, he's, he's catching up to Bobby's uh, Bedlam defenses. Almost. <laughs> almost. He, he's already the longest oh, reigning FTW champion of all time. And I think one of was the it Taz, it for, Taz is it for like 20 years. Yeah, but then Taz, Wait. no, Taz was it. And then he uh, lost to Sabu. He lost to Sabu. He won it back though. And then Didn't that was, I don't, that was it. Um, oh, so it doesn't count? It's like not a rain? No, it's like Sabu got it, and I think Taz won it back and ended it, and then it was just, you know, it was dormant. You know, he doesn't get it for the so, whole Okay, so that doesn't count as the as the rain. No, and now Brian... Why would he do that? He could have been the longest reigning. Look, dude, I'm I'm about to be the I longest reigning. For a guy who says he's all about minds of the business, you know, it seems like a real missed opportunity. So, 
Ryan, I would like you to take us through Double or Nothing. I would like to get the Shook One's uh, opinions on what I thought was just a, a pretty dang good pay-per-view. That's right. Sunday, we had the AEW Double or Nothing live pay-per-view. It was live from Daly's Place in Jacksonville, Florida. And a full force of returning fans returned to the crowd. Of course, it's, uh, it's, it's fine when AEW does it, so we'll, we'll give yeah. a clap for that. Yeah, good job. Yay! I don't have to hear them yell at me. And they all, oh, they love Max. They do. Did you see the pop when Max came out? Whew, Money. Absolutely. Money. Have they, you gotten an offer to sing Judas live in the crowd? Oh. <laughs> I, yeah. Dude, I, we, that is actually like, uh, didn't they have it? Oh, no, they ended with singing Judas, right? That was how the show uh-huh. ended? That's cute. That's a cute ending. I just would like to never hear it ever again because <laughs> oh, you don't like- Tony Khan, just, just bad, bad stuff. You, you, don't like, you don't like the song anymore? You're over it? Uh, I feel like. I feel like it's hard, like, uh, like if you're not, if you're not, it becomes becomes more than an entrance, and it's like hearing the, like you're going to a concert every week now, and you're hearing them play the same song. It's like a one hundred thing. Yeah, basically, it's it's like as if I was following them on tour, and they only did the one song, and then they did that one song for too long, and then they started playing it over the PA to let you know that you needed to sing along with it, uh, and we did it for the bad guy the whole time. But then we acted like it was miraculous. Let's just move on. I like the song. I think it's a good song. <laughs> I like Stricken with Jesus a little more. Bad taste. Dude. You know what else is a uh, wild thing for Moxie's entrance? I didn't even yeah. know that. The- I didn't even know that they did that. I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. You know, the yeah. original version was just like, all right. But then yeah. the flute the solo major- did not work. <laughs> the pan flute solo did not, yeah, did not work. It's uh, from, they have like the major league version now. I never saw that movie, but I know, yeah. I know of it. It's, but it's that's a cool 80s. entrance. Yeah, this is the you. only time where I thought Wild Thing worked because truthfully, I liked his stupid, dumb, repetitive, heavy riff. Uh, mm-hmm. But this crowd entrance worked for him and I was glad yeah. to see Eddie Kingston. I feel like, like crowd participation like songs are is like the new big thing everyone wants yeah i don't remember like uh like old songs that people would like participate in but now edges. everyone like uh would people like say like things with edges though i like, feel like they, they would do like, like the never gonna stop me or like yeah because yeah. now it's like everyone wants to like sing along with the song or like yell the thing during the song like the Rollins Burn It Down was one, like singing yeah. a Nakamura, Nakamura's song or like Fandango. Uh, Fandango. Yeah, Fandango. Yeah, but like everyone, lo- everyone wants like Bobby Orlando. Bobby Orlando. Strip crew. It was, that's honestly the cool. When we uh, would come out to the old Strip Crew songs, people would sing along with it. That was actually, always, that was always so fun. I was like, oh, you guys are listening. But yeah. We hate you I anyway. Like the, yeah. Yeah. I like the song. It's a good song. All right. Well, Bryce's bad take aside, Ryan, let's go through the card. <laughs> Well, the first match of the evening was the NWA Women's Championship, and we had uh, Serena Deeb, who was the title holder versus Riho. And uh, it was good to see Riho back. Uh, she did, I believe she's here full time now. I mm-hmm. think she's moving to the States, and uh, we'll see more of her in the future. Great match, I thought. Really good tone setter. Yeah, excellent match. Uh, Serena's really establishing herself as the woman of a thousand and one holds. Yeah, she kind of has the, she she kind of has like that icy demeanor of uh, 
Dean oh God. Dean Malenko. There you go. I'm smart. This is fucking and, Mark forgot uh, Dean Malenko's yes. name. <laughs> you forgot Dean Malenko? I had, you know, Perry Saturn is just always in my mind 24-7. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, great match. Riho had a offensive uh, bout early when she hit the crossbody, but eventually screened the deep, got the best of her. Uh, just delivered a crucifix, slamming Riho's knee into the canvas several times before she got the single crab leg to force the submission. Tapped her out, just like Max is going to do to Slade yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we moved on to Adam Cage and uh, Adam Page and Brian Cage. Adam which... Cage. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> Adam Page, <laughs> right. baby. Doing great on the coverage here. <laughs> yeah, we're this is this is excellent. We're doing a great job. Um, I thought this match was a lot of fun. I love. I thought this was maybe one of Brian Cage's best matches in AEW so far. Yeah, it's important to have uh, Heyman Page's uh, road to uh, the championship eventually. Not before Max Caster, but eventually. Uh, probably the longest running storyline in AEW. And uh, it's good to see him get a win over Cage. I don't know what Cage is wearing at the beginning of it. That was a little scary, but... Uh, it, oh, the, it was like uh, that weird Terminator thing. Yeah. <laughs> Because he's the machine. Get it? Ah, there you go. He's the machine, Brian Cage, so he wore a machine outfit. Uh, then we had the Bucks versus uh, Kingston and Moxley for a tag team championship. Uh, and I want Bobby to do the play-by-play for this match. Just recount it from start <laughs> to finish. Bobby, we play the Young Bucks entire match right now. Play-by-play. Play Oh, I can't say everything move for move. Every move. <laughs> Every move. Every move. There's a lot of fighting. And then the Bucks won. The Bucks did win. Did we enjoy the Bucks winning? I love dude. I love I actually do cool. love the that, Young Bucks. That sounds cool. I love I love the Young Bucks. I wanna wrestle the Young Bucks. Um it's nice to see them finally healing it up and being as obnoxious as everybody was begging them to be. Yeah, it only took four BTE triggers to, to win the match, but uh, they got the job done. Is is Mox the most protected person in AEW? He's, like, really never lost clean, has he? I mean, he lost this match. But, like, a lot of interference. Are we? Is somebody doing coke over there? Probably Bobby. Um, it, 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 took, it took four. And they were both in the ring. How how long were those two in the ring? You're tag team specialists. Are two people supposed to be in the ring that long? I think I think they get like a ten count. It was like thirty five seconds of the. Oh, no, it was ten. It, go back and to put a stopwatch. It was ten seconds. We'll see. Yeah, like Giannis's free throws, right? Ten Yo, seconds. this dude. He went over every time. Just he like hit eleven. Box. He hit eleven seconds every time. And they had they had a stopwatch on the screen, which is so rude to do to Giannis, but I don't care. But <laughs> he went funny. he went to eleven seconds every time. They should wish I'm shocked. It's their fault for calling it on that one because no one would have ever noticed it if they didn't call it on the first game. Whatever. I'm, it was a sidetrack. <laughs> um, now the battle royale. What I'm curious about. So Max came out obviously to aplomb, um, and then it looked like he he had a second trying to figure out what to do with Dustin. Is he, like, spitting straight off 
the head, or does he like prepare things beforehand? Or is Max, that a trade secret? Um, Max does. I, it's a lot of it. A lot of it's off the head. A lot of times he just goes out like the battle royal. He didn't know who was going to be in it, so he had to come up with stuff like on the spot. But no, Max has a disc for every single person in wrestling. Same with Shook Crew. If you exist in wrestling and you have even a little bit of popularity, we've already wrote like 10 lines about you to use in a song in the future. So you should just be ready for that at all times. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. We had a, yeah, we have full, full disc tracks for teams that we've never wrestled and may never wrestle, but they're done and they're ready to go if it ever happens. We're okay. very prepared. Bobby, what's your diss on Darby Allen? <laughs> I like Bobby, Darby Allen. Bobby does the Bobby does the ad libs. He would go. He would I go, just go yo 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 in the background. I yeah. you don't. He's our, I've like he's rapped our, in like one Shooker song. He's a, he's our <laughs> DJ Colin. Man. Yeah, he's okay. the hype man. All right, so then Bryce, give me something on Pac and Bobby, hype him up. <laughs> go. Yo, what's yeah, up? Is is Bryce and Bobby? <laughs> Here we are, da. da. <laughs> That's your hype up. Da. I can't spoil, da. I can't da. spoil da. my da. diss tracks. Da. What if da. I re- what da. if next week they're like you're wrestling Pac? Have a diss track. And I'm like, oh no, I went on filthy F and casuals and they I spoiled my whole diss track. Now, <laughs> it's everyone, out there already. now yeah. everyone now everyone knows it. Tony Khan shuts us down. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's the moment that gets us shut down. You blew up the Listen, feud. Bicep wrote- Tony here. You ru- you ruined it. You I'm ruined the forbidden every- door. I hate the thing you did. Well, you just before you uh, you wrestle Cody, please send us the 20 minute diss track. We would love to hear that. Oh, oh. we're big 20. Cody rotators here, so yeah. Please. Oh, you guys are mean. Yeah, we are. We are. <laughs> uh, we're so mean that I'm we're tur- not even. I'm turning my mic off for any Cody Rose hate. <laughs> That's well, fine. get ready, pal. No, 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 no. It's fine because you know what? We're just right. gonna skip the match entirely. Match didn't happen. Wait, do you guys like? Do you guys like a go go? I like. I like a go go. I think a go. I think a go go is going to be really good. I like a go go a lot. I like a go go so much that when Cody Rhodes won this match that he didn't need to win, I walked away from the TV. That's how much I like him. We love. We all love a go go here. Max says a go go is the third member of the acclaimed officially. He's gonna. He's gonna be great. I'm all about a go go. Does that make him shook by proxy? Yeah. We're we're all affiliated with each other, even though I've never met a Gogo, but he's a very he's a very scary man. I wouldn't fight him in my life. He'd beat me up. He'd punch he'd punch me in the stomach and I'd go, Ugh. I don't know. Yeah. Cody took like six of those haymakers and you've been fighting your whole life, so we'd probably Dude, be okay. Have right? you ever gotten have you ever gotten punched in the stomach like really, really hard? No, but I'm bitch made. Like so. really, really like hard shot to the stomach. It is the absolute worst. Have you? I don't know. I tried. I tried to avoid I have. getting it's hit. Not, it's not fun. Uh, one time I played punchies with somebody and I hit them too hard and then they punched me so hard that my tooth flipped backwards and I had to lie to my mom and say it was a skateboarding accident. Hopefully she's not listening to this episode. Well, so, why would you lie to me? You well, lied to your mom. I because I I'm sorry. Mom. I'm sorry, mom. I just I didn't want you to know I was young. Uh, uh younger. Than I am currently, and am I grounded? You said you were, playing, you were playing punchies. Punchy. <laughs> yeah, it's a long story. Is that a game where you just punch each other? <laughs> it's like MMA, but without any of the reward. 
We play whippersnappers. Uh, and it, it didn't go well for me because Greg Olson thought I hit him too hard. So that's what happened there. Uh, Miro defeated Lance Archer. Love a Hoss match. And VSK was there. And he got Archer thrown into him and got a face full of Archer. If you guys know VSK. Yeah, VSK has been Archer uh, was, kicking around. Ar- Vance Archer was thrown on top of him and he ended up in a not great position. We all have it screenshotted. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, a great, it's a great picture. But uh, yes, he was very, Archer's a very large man. He was thrown right on top of him. It was great. I was like, that's Vinny. And then I said, oh no. It's always scary when someone you know is like saying they're like, oh, there's them. And oh, no. And they get hit with by someone. I'm like, ah, oh, poor, poor VSK. <laughs> the crowd, very dangerous in AEW. It's, it's, it is very dangerous. <laughs> out there. You got to be careful. It's good to see uh, Miro get a run. Ultimately, it will lead to uh, him being in a tank at the next double or nothing. If only, dude. Well, Lana did just get released, so I'm hoping for another cuckold storyline. Oh, I boy. loved that. Um, I'm sorry, not storyline. It was a real thing that happened to the both of them. It was tragedy. It's, it was very unfortunate to watch on TV. Very sad. Uh, Ryan, what did we think of DMD becoming your new AEW Women's Champion? DMD. I'm fine with it. I think she uh, she earned a title. Uh, she put in a lot of great work in the last couple months, and uh, I think it was time for a change. You know, no disrespect to Sheeta, she was great. Um, but yeah, I think that you know it's time for AEW to start like you know putting the jetpack on the women's division, and I think a DMD is a great heel to uh, start that. You know, in in vain of uh, MGF, of course. I agree. And, uh, you know, uh, what I really like about this is Britt Baker feels like a real homegrown star, uh, you know, and it's, it's great to see a main title and they finally made the title, not the size of Bobby Jr.'s leg, which is beautiful. Big title. Uh, Big title. Big, big title or small, medium title instead of teeny tiny title meant for (laughs) baby goats. Uh, I, a, I was a women's champion myself here. That's right. There you go. Yeah. We're a, alumni. I a women's champion myself. It's the WSU women's uh, spirit champion. Uh, I love big titles. Look how big this one is. Like, how did you win that one, Bryce? I beat Davian. Uh, beat Davian at Davian Slumber Party. Defeated her. And she had like, I a, wasn't she had like a 600-day reign. Ended by me. Ended by who, let me see how long, uh, however long this reign goes for. I'm hopefully going to match Bobby's uh, Bedlam Championship reign, which is impossible because he'll never lose it. So if I and also never lose that, it, I'll always be 600 days less. But that's fine. Uh, yeah, so hopefully going to be just champion forever. Let's see, how many days am I at now? I got to go to Wikipedia and check. Well, you know, the problem is... I'm at is 27 days, Wikipedia 27 days. says. Wikipedia, Wikipedia says 27 days. Now, I feel like the problem here, though, is that that might mean that you are the 600-day reign killer, and you faced Bobby already for the Bedlam Championship. That's um, true. And Bobby won. 
and Bobby won. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby, are we at, at all worried that Bryce may try to come for that title again? Dude, no. Why? If I if I become the champion, that means Bobby's not the champion anymore. Oh, it's in my like, head. <laughs> did you just hit your head? Yeah. Are you okay? No. Oh. See, this is how much I care about him. If I, if I was the Bedlam champion, then Bobby wouldn't be the Bedlam champion. Same way I have the Spirit Championship. Bobby obviously is never going to win the Spirit Championship because I'm going to be champion forever. Right. That's, just how we do, that's just how we do it in Shook Crew. And because Bryce has a bigger spirit than me. Bigger yes, because I've got spirit. Yes, I do. I've got spirit. How about how you? about you? <laughs> oh, oh, poetry over here. And they said, and I thought there was only a few rappers. I yeah, do you see Bobby can rap? He just chooses not to. That's right. Look at you. Good for you. Uh, Sting, though. Let's let's talk about Sting stealing the show. Let's here. talk about Sting. It's Sting. Uh, Bobby, what do we think about Sting? Bobby, a great Sting. band. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm more angry at right now. <laughs> That's where we went, or that we called Sting a band. Sting is part. He's in the band. He's, he's, I love Sting. No, I love Sting. He's the man. He's the, do you one? like Sting? Who do you like better, Sting or Stang? Stang. Uh, Sting. I can't Stang. Uh, what? Dude, Sting. Sting. Him, Sting was crazy. Him taking his shirt off. I mean. I don't often mark out for disrobing unless it's Lord Tai Chi. Uh, that's a New Japan reference. I don't often it. mark out for 65-year-old men's bodies, but... 62. Here we go. <laughs> 62. 62. But uh, your boy looking real jacked. Dude, Sting, Sting's, a, Sting's the icon, bro. Of course he's still jacked. Yeah, who said Seth Rollins turned his neck into uh, neck into dust? I don't believe that. Dude, Sting, Sting's going to Sting's gonna be good forever. He's going to wrestle at age 100 and still everyone's going to be like, wow, age 100. He's still really good. It's going to, that man's never going to stop. Uh, with this match, he officially joined the uh, illustrious club of wrestlers that have wrestled in five decades. So that's really? cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. 80s, yeah, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, 20, Yeah, 2010s. Jesus. Oh my God. I hope I don't join that club. You will. <laughs> you both will. You guys I don't, know it. <laughs> I don't want to. Wait, let me. Th- so I wrestled in the 10s and the 20s. That means I have to wrestle in the 30s, 40s, 50s. Okay. No, I hope I hope I don't hit that. You can do you know, it. You might not even make it that far because death is inevitable. We can never death tell. Death is inevitable. All of us are going to die. Some sooner than others. Life Ryan. is fleeting. The cure to like, death may be a thing, but we may discover it the day after I die. No. Yeah. What would you? Well, here's a question for you guys. What would you do if you died and then the day after they discovered the cure to death? What I know, because I'm dead. Exactly. Well, that's the oh. worst part. Yeah. So, that's... so I, I, I think my answer would be I, I wouldn't care because, uh, life is is uh, finite, as Bobby said, and then you spiral down into the ceaseless void. You just missed the cutoff. Yeah, you you would have lived forever, but the day you died the day before you were like so it's close like the day you die it's like yo hey what's up tomorrow we're discovering the cure to death dr bye fauci bye. dr fauci comes out and he says <laughs> guys we've done it we found the cure to death no, fauci- no more no more dying a fauci no. email dump comes out and it turns out that we had it the whole time we had the, we had the cure for death oh, it's here uh, you don't have to die anymore. Everyone's safe. And we all go, oh, uh, Damien died uh, yesterday. Uh, oh, oh man, he just missed it. <laughs> this that's, close. This that close. sucks. And then that means Ryan would have to be the host forever. 
and always, yeah. forever and ever. Forever. Yeah, you can't you can't stop at that point. You can't stop you're, because you'd be you'd be disrespecting Damien's you'd memory. You'd be disrespecting my, my memory. Yeah. And now you're immortal. So this Just reminds me of a, uh, a Doug Stanhope routine when he was talking about like his mom who was very sick was dying, and uh, you know she, I think she chose to uh, you know have her have her life ended with dignity and stuff like that. All but right, this is depressing. <laughs> right, but, all right, it, it gets better. Trust me. Right okay. before she, right before she was about to pass away, Doug Stanhope yelled, "Ma, we found a cure." <laughs> no, uh, how's that better? What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See, Bryce asked the question. She survived and she got healthier. Right. Yes, that she, that she survived and hosted this podcast. Yeah, in my memory. In my memory. And, uh, uh, someone's well, in trouble. Someone's dying right now. <laughs> Well, they they know that I'm uh, I'm interviewing a couple of outlaws over here, no. and they know they know we're close to the the truth about the cure to death, and they're coming they're they're coming us. to stop us. They they they're getting a, a ping on the candy cane in Bobby's profile, and they're like, "Shit, I know where he is." Why would you be shot? Speaking of massive disappointments. Speaking uh, of candy canes. Speaking of candy canes, <laughs> let's talk about the sweetest wrestler in AEW, Orange Cassidy, my good, strong, oh, freshly Max squeezed Cass- son. Yeah. Max Cassidy? He's, yeah. The sweet, he's a sweet wrestler. As, a, as an observer, <laughs> I don't know if sweet is the word I would use. You know, I don't know him on that level. And I feel like he's hard. Yeah, like I feel like if I called him sweet, I that would be an issue. Uh, and I don't want to get beat up by you guys because as I've shown off again, fat, not good. So uh, Max Caster, hardest guy in the game, best wrestler alive, I believe. Best wrestler alive. Uh, but freshly You're squeezed Orange Cassidy. Let's talk about freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy and those fucking crowd pops for every near fall in the three way match between him, Kenny Omega, and Pac. That's right. Love, Fuck Don Callis. Fuck Don Callis. Is that is I that like a Reddit is that a Reddit page yet? Hopefully. I know there's I know <laughs> they started, fuck Don Callis. They started a they started I think someone started an art fuck Jay Uso page for every time Jay Uso uh interferes, which is funny. But mm-hmm. yeah. They got I, I just see I see so many uh fuck art slash fuck blank pages where people just vent about people on TV making them angry. That seems cathartic and yeah. fun. Don Callis does make people angry. Uh, this match was incredible, I thought. Uh, Pac and Omega, they just have chemistry off the goddamn walls, don't they? Um, and Orange Cassidy really, like, if anybody thought that he wasn't going to be able to maintain his momentum from pre-year that doesn't exist, they were wrong. Uh, mm. Those crowd pops were massive. Uh or- Orange Cassidy is great, dude. I love Orange Cassidy. He's Pro- yeah, probably like the best, like a, a testament to, like the, I guess the silver age of indie wrestling in the last couple of years, with the golden age. He was the first, like uh, when I was on when I started the indies. Uh, Matt Matt Riddle was actually probably the first where I was like, oh, I love like watch like being at a show with Matt Riddle on so I can watch his match. Orange Cassidy was like the next one after that where I was like, if I was on a show with Orange Cassidy, I was like, oh sweet, I get to watch Orange Cassidy now. Like he's gonna have a great match. It was a uh, it was a really great spectacle overall. Uh, ruined by nefariousness when Kenny Omega just 
beat poor Pac up with four different championship belts uh, as the belt collector, which I thought was very rude. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Orange Cassidy going to be AEW champion one day after Max Caster. Uh, and if then Max, if Max lets him, if Max, if Max lets him, that's right. There's no reason that he, he would let him. And then we had the stadium stampede, uh, which I didn't think was as fun as the first one, but I thought it was fun overall. Uh, you know, I am curious actually. So that match was like half live, half not live. Have either of you two been involved in any matches like that? Like pre-taped is one thing, but have you like been a part of any sort of, uh, uh, spectacle match like Stadium Stampede. I guess. I guess. I guess the backyard attack on us. <laughs> sure. If you want to call that a match rather than just an assault, uh, that was one. Bobby wrestled Bobby Junior. in his in his backyard. And in my boiler room. And in oh wait, did you have a boiler room brawl with Bobby Junior? Yes. Dude, tell me crazy. about it. We want. We wanted. Uh, back in the day, we were trying to get Bobby in a boiler room brawl on a show which this is before COVID. So the idea made was a horrible idea because if you've been to an indie show, I don't think fans would like people wrestling not in the ring because they cannot see it. So, but now it would have been a great idea. Yeah. Um, Bobby, I want to know more about this boiler room match uh, with your son. He fought Hi, yes. Who, where, uh, where? Bobby Jr. Bobby Jr. I wanted to like, okay, so... I was looking for the lavender hand soap and I couldn't find it. So I was like, yo, Bobby Jr., where is it? All of a sudden, he just kicked me in the fucking face. <laughs> I went flying into the wall and I beat the fuck out of him. As you legs. do. How's That's a what? Powerful legs. Yeah. He me in the friggin' face. Bobby, he kicked you in the face and you flew into a wall? Yes. Dude. Bobby Jr. is getting too strong. Who won the match? No. Yeah, who won the boiler room brawl? I mean, you never really win these things. It's whoever just walks out. <laughs> that Did sounds like an answer you would give if Bobby Jr. won. Did Bobby Jr. win the boiler room brawl? Oh, I won. Oh, good job, Bobby. Another win for Bobby. The ring um, continues. Put it in the Bedlam Championship. Uh, Defense number five. <laughs> no, it's Bobby. funnier that I defended it three times. Yeah, well, that means you have to wait 200 days before you defend the Bedlam Championship again. It's true. Um, I would I would like to suggest that you decide from here on out that your reign is going to be you only defend it once a year every two hundred matches uh, every two hundred days. Someone should someone should do that where they win a where they win the champion and they just they sign a deal where they only have to wrestle once a year. You get one knock, chance. Knock a close. You get you get one chance a year to beat this guy for the championship. If you can't so, do it, it's out. So Brock Lesnar. So yeah, Brock, dude, Brock's smart. That's what I'm gonna do for the WSU Spirit Championship. I'll defend it next year. At against Davian, Brock Lesnar? At Davian's, hopefully fucking not. <laughs> at Damien's funeral? I would, I would lose. <laughs> at Damien's funeral. Oh, my God. Yeah, Damien's, fun- Damien's tribute show after he dies the day before the cure to death. <laughs> the cure to pull match? Can we get two, a cure to pull The match? card is, it's me, versus, it's me versus Brock for the Spirit Championship and Bobby versus Walter in the unification match of the UK and Bedlam Championships. This is a star-studded affair. Uh, and I, I'm very humbled that you would make all this happen for my memorial. Yeah, well, you, dude, you had the worst luck in history. You died before the, the day before the cure to death. That's true. That's, that's the worst. True. That's like the worst thing that could happen. I'm just a humble podcaster out here with my friend trying to give shine to folk 
And then I die before the Cru- cure for cancer. Cruelly, before the cure to death. Um, anyway, uh, I thought overall Double or Nothing was very fun. I watched it with a bunch of people that didn't watch wrestling. And, mm. like, they loved it, which I always think is a good barometer for whether a wrestling show is actually good or not. AEW is uh, good at that, man. They know how to, like, advertise to that specific, like, group. As opposed, like, you know, Michael Cole, like, will tell you about a wrestler, like, every time they come on the screen. But uh, AEW is good at, like, getting that casual crowd. Yeah, I, I agree. And that's, um, I think that's going to bode well for, like, the personalities that they have there. And, uh, you know, it's nice to see Inner Circle not break up, I guess. Whatever. MJF should have won. Uh, MJF should win every match ever, except for the one against Max. Except for the one against Max, that's that one would tug at the heartstrings. The battle of the cat Maxes, Let's which again, even... that's uh, probably going to happen someday. But it, when it, what, when it does happen, I'll be very sad watching it. Um, so double or, that's double or nothing. Now, Ryan, uh, Bobby, we like to have a little segment here. Uh, Bryce, do you want to let Bobby know what our little closing segment tends to be? Is this the the picture one? Yes. yes. Do you remember what it's called? Oh, what is it called? I'll give you a hint. It's a, a, a nickname of Randy Orton's. Uh, is it the legend? It's the legend yeah. killer. Yeah. Is it legend uh, it's, killer? It's called Jim Bag Surprise. It's it's not it's it's not called the Apex Predator. It's <laughs> that would be a very different oh, segment. It's called. It's called the uh, Bobby. This is their go home segment called the Viper. It's they're gonna drop a live snake into your room and you have to not get bit. All right, ready? Three. It's already in there. Two. Go. Uh, Bobby Jr. Come here, snake. (laughs) Get over here, snake. Get the fuck fuck over here. (laughs) While Bobby's trying to find the snake, uh, Ryan, do you have a legend killer for us? Because. I I uh, beat Ryan into submission, and he canceled Legend Killer for a while because wow. I got too good at recognizing the faces. So I'm just curious whether he uh, got some guts and wants to bring it back. I do. Oh, here, boy. Here it is. Drop it in the chat for everyone to well, see. Can, can you see it? Who is that? I can see it. Bobby, can you see that picture? That's Spike Dudley. Is it Spike, Spike Dudley? Is it Spike Dudley? It is not Spike Dudley. Oh, I thought Bobby just like finessed. <laughs> I was about to. <laughs> I was like, wow, it doesn't even look like him at all. Ryan, bring that picture back up. Let me see that. He I'm used not... to be a baseball player. Is it, is it Randy Savage? God damn it. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. Yes. Afo, baby. Yes. Randy Poffo was originally signed to the Cincinnati Reds before becoming the man, Macho Man, before Randy Savage. Good job, Bryce. Good job. That's how, this is how I know this. I, oh, there he is. I, uh, I feel really That's right. You, you looked at your pop and you immediately looked at this guy. And, yep, that's it. I got to tell you, Ryan, I feel really bad for you because I don't think I would have guessed that my first guess was going to be Seth Rogen. So. <laughs> Did you see that picture of him without – his beard or glasses? It offended me. It uh, offended it kinda, me greatly. It, it was kind of like watching when it was like when Bobby shaved off his goatee. Uh, oh, dude, uh-huh. dude, you, we were all caught off guard by that. And Say bye bye to it. <laughs> I hope this wasn't too sensitive of a, a topic to bring up. I can edit it out if so. No, he. Oh, it, it, yeah. it hurt. It hurt all of us. 
except for Bobby. Bobby loved it. Sometimes you got to make a change and we accept Bobby for all his changes. That's right. That's right. We do. So, so Ryan, my, uh, my Kurt Hawkins streak continues. I am now 0-5 for the last Legend Killers. Let's go. I just saved you, Damien. Thank you. Thank you, Bryce. That's what I'm talking about. Tag team specialist yeah. right there. This is, yeah. this is what Got teamwork the hot is tag. all about. Uh, so, I'm going I'm to get you in punchies later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when we do our, <laughs> just, great, our great punchies tournament. Uh, have, ah, me, and, me and the boys used to play punchies down by the wreck. <laughs> <laughs> by the square. Uh, more specifically, it was in the Shellhorn's backyard, but close enough. That sounds like a place you'd play punchies. Yeah, that's, that's where it happened. Um, so since Ryan was handily defeated... Uh, our other segment that we've been doing as of late, we've been calling Legends of the Bingo Halls, where we uh, talk about some of the biggest and brightest names on the indie scene right now. Uh, now, obviously, we've got two of them right here. So instead us. of yeah, us, I say you better mention us. <laughs> I give shine. I give shine. That's, yes. That's it. Segment over. <laughs> Bobby it. and Bryce. So in light of the fact that we have two of the brightest stars in the indie scene instead of listening to us casual idiots talk about it i would like both of you to give me two folks on the indie scene could be people that you worked with or people that you just are aware no one of. the indies are dead life is bleeding <laughs> <laughs> this is this segment's also called uh listen to us put our friends over that's what i'm talking about <laughs> all right so while while aaron Bobby, rourke is aaron number rourke. one that's the that's the homie aaron rourke Daniel uh, Garcia. Dan Garcia is also yeah. Those honestly, those are probably those would probably be my two. But Aaron is also creative pro. He's wrestling. By this time, he would have already wrestled Trisha Dora last night. Love and won. Uh, and won. Hopefully, uh, Aaron's. Great. No, no, he won. Yeah, he won. Aaron's great. Uh, another another cat another cat boy coming out and being really good. Unsurprisingly, uh, Dan Garcia, like Bobby mentioned, also great. Uh, current Limitless champion. He's the C4 champion. He's a third yeah. championship that I don't know. Uh, also great. I'm trying to think who else. TJ, we mentioned him earlier. Yeah. TJ's great. Uh, those would be the three. If you want to get like not – because those all, all three of those guys have like indie buzz. I know, you're, I know you only said two. No, it, but, as many as many as you want, because while, since the, we have uh, yeah. Bobby pondering the ceaselessness and futility he, of life, he's still fighting the snake. Uh, <laughs> we have uh, at Cat. There's the Even Stevens are a tag team that they Dr. haven't cool. they haven't gotten on a lot of uh, Doctor Cool. Doctor Cool is super new. Even, cool Steve, Even Stevens uh, haven't gotten on like a lot of, of the bigger indie shows. They've been doing a few indie shows. They went they did Limitless uh, tapings. They're really good. Uh, Phil Cardigan, just a delightful human being. Just GG3. So <laughs> Bobby loves Bobby loves this uh, uh, guy, Cap TG3. It's his favorite wrestler on the indies right now. Mm. Is TG3. He wears he wears uh, MMA gloves. He wears boxing shorts. Bobby loves him. He's a man. He's he's a man. But yeah, uh, those would be like. The other guy, like the outside guys, and then guys at Cap that I like and I think are, are good and, and going to be even better. Okay, very nice. Um, Bobby, of the matches that you've had in the past, let's say two years, what was the toughest bout, the one that you can't wait for a rematch of? <laughs> oh, God. 
I'm sorry. That's, uh, that snake is doing a that Jesus, snake is doing that snake is really beating you up. <laughs> oh god. Bobby, are you okay? No, life is fleeting. Um the one I want a rematch of? Yeah. Oh god. Um I don't know. Because if I beat them, I wouldn't want to wrestle them again because I beat them. And if I lost to them, I don't want to wrestle them again because I'll probably get hurt again. <laughs> that, is, that is a tough question. This is so probably Bobby Jr. Oh, you're going you're gonna to finally do it? When's Bobby's debut? I'm going to wrestle him in a stretcher match. You and Bobby have to, uh, have to win the tag titles like Rey Mysterio and his son did? Yes. You guys, you guys can have a father-son match against someone. And just like the Mysterios, you have to get injured before, and then Bobby Jr. has to carry you to victory. Oh, wait, no, yeah. it's the other way around. You're going to carry your son to victory. Well, you have to lose an eye, so I, I'm sorry to say. <laughs> Bobby's already lost an eye. We just shoved it back in. Ah, okay. <laughs> so like Ray Mysterio. Yeah, like Ray Mysterio. <laughs> and, uh, all right, so that's, I suppose, a fair answer. The answer is nobody. Bobby wants to rematch nobody. You get one shot at him, and that's it. That's and it. Just like just like the Bedlam Championship. Just like the Bedlam Championship. You get one. All right, so, it. Bryce, what about you? Is there anybody that you're just you're really hankering for another another go with? Um, I'm trying to think who I'd want to wrestle again. I'm thinking of, like, early career people that I would now be way better. Oh, Bobby disconnected. Uh, I'm trying to think of that snake man. I don't know it was. Probably, yeah, the snake got him. Probably, uh, VSK is a cap guy that I want to wrestle, and that'll hopefully be wrestling soon. He's the current cap champion, so I'd love to wrestle him. And then, uh, there's TJ Crawford. We talked about earlier. TJ was apparently in the first. I didn't even remember that he was the Beach Bums were that first year crew match, but I've wrestled TJ. We wrestled in a lot of six mans and tag matches during that like early, like that first year. And he's gotten way better and I've gotten way better. So I would love to wrestle TJ. That'd be a great match, uh, you two for sure. Hopefully. Uh, Bobby, are you okay? I'm are back. you are you alive? I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> are you okay? I'm back. Is that I, snake dead yet? No, I coughed and then I'll see. The freaking video froze on the way. <laughs> I appreciate yeah, your resilience in coming back. Uh, to Bobby, our- my answer, my answers were VSK and TJ. In case you were okay, good job. Thank you. <laughs> um, so before we end this, Ryan, is there anyone that you've been looking at recently that you want to give a quick shout out to in Andy's? No. No, Ryan doesn't watch it. No one. <laughs> yeah. Ryan he supports hates, nobody. He hates. He hates Rex now. He knows Rex is the enemy. He can't say well, Rex. I was anymore. about to say, since you guys technically this is your second time on the uh, on the show, you now have to face the good fellas to come back onto the show in a cute cu- cure, cure yeah. in a bank cure in a bank match. For we could we could barely keep Bobby here the first time. He's not coming back a second yeah. time. He's never coming back. Especially um, especially if they don't discover the cure for death soon. Yeah. Oh. Now. Um, uh, well, uh, Damien, we, we talked about Trisha Dora already, right? We, I mentioned Trisha Dora last oh, week. Oh, dude. Aaron works wrestling. Trish, our two guys are wrestling each other. Or two are. people. Once wow. again, once again, Look we are you, prescient. Did you do that on purpose? Did you pick the person who's wrestling my person? To, who knows? To who knows? Who knows? I, I'm a sneaky boy. 
Uh, I did want to uh, talk about one guy, though, who made some, some headway into false accusations of signing with WWE. That was uh, Lee Moriarty. Yeah, that did was... Did he? Yeah, Wait, that was... He was that was so, yeah, well, he lost the, uh, the IWTV championship. Mm-hmm. And then I, someone posted that he was, like, signed, but it wasn't, it wasn't true. And I was like, we were all very confused. That is very yeah. strange. Uh, he, I, I'd like to see him fight Wheeler Yuta another 15 times. Because uh, that match they had was well, fucking ridiculous. You could see that Project Reality tomorrow, I guess, yesterday. So yesterday, tomorrow. Dolphin. Yeah, it's that's uh, it's Project Dolphin. Dolphin. Project Dolphin. The last one was Project Reality. Uh, they're having Project a dog Dolphin. dog fight, it's triple threat dog fight. So yeah, they're wrestling dogs. It is not, not to be confused with the kennel from hell. This is this is a different match. Two wrestlers start the match. Once yeah. a fall is scored, the winner faces the third wrestler, and the match continues until one wrestler has scored consecutive falls, and the inactive competitor is prohibited from physically interfering. And this is Lee Moriarty, Wheeler Yuta, and Dave Cole. Wow, you really had that down. I'm I'm actually really excited for this. Match. You're a big dog fight guy. Uh, I'm really call, surprised he hasn't been signed. Damien, no, Damien no. loves. He, Damien's always talking about how much he loves dog no, fights. He's always like, that. I love, I love dog fights. They're that's great. I have I some dog fights at my house sometimes. That's no. right. Right, <laughs> right behind him on that door is a signed Michael Vick jersey. Not, yeah. not a signed Jets Michael the Vick man, jersey. That's the man a belt. loves loves him some dog fights. That's a belt. That's if not. You got you got the podcast. The podcast title for this episode is "Damien Loves Dog Fights." I, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I refuse to do that. DLDF this week. I will post both of your kayfabe names. <laughs> <laughs> Damien loves dog fights. Damien's cutting out the dog fight section so we don't get the sound clip. I'm not fucking putting this shit in the episode. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Hell no. Bro, we got dog. fucking Bobby over here fighting snakes. I love dog fights. No, I can't. I can't even air the episode. I don't know what we're still doing here. I can't talk about. I can't talk about this fighting. shit. It's not my fault. You love dog fights so much. I regret <laughs> the things I've done today. Uh, also, at Project Dolphin is going to be Deanna Perrazzo coming to battle. Uh, to beyond wrestling, yeah, against Masha Slamovich. Masha Slamovich, uh, Milk Chocolate, who have been on AEW uh, a couple times, they're going to be against the Goodfellas, wow. uh, Mike Verna and Rex Gabagool. Rex Mus- Muscarella now, and uh, of course Willow Nightingale will be going up against Alec Price, and then uh, Slade versus Max Caster. But we already know yeah. the result of that because it's yesterday tomorrow. Oh, Alec Price is another guy. I like, and he's, he's he's super young. We do love we love Willow here as well. We're we're glad Alec, to see Alec Price is gonna like at some point get like super jacked when he gets older. It's gonna be crazy. There's he'll a lot of that, he'll get that PCO strength. Yeah, it's gonna it's because you you see it like all like everyone's always like like a 19 year old will start getting kind of buzz on the indies, and everyone's like, oh, they're so skinny. It's like all right, they're gonna like. They're gonna get like giant. They'll bulk up. Don't work up. Yeah, yeah, be fine. He's clearly in, in very good shape. So, um, I, always, yeah. I always defend. I always defend the young, the young skinny boys because I was also a young skinny boy. Was that the shoulder vein you were marking out for? Oh, dude, that's Aaron. Aaron got Aaron also at Stoked Athletics. Shredded shoulder vein, looks great. Uh, you're also gonna have, I think, the fourth Finlay Rogan. He's making his Beyond debut against Dirty Daddy Chris Dickinson, who recently had a match uh, for the NJPW Strong Belt against uh, Tom Coughlin. Mm. So, good, good stuff on that overall. Um, 
All right. So as we begin to wrap up here, Ryan, what is our last segment of the night? What are we listening to? Bobby, what are we listening to? What are you listening to, Bobby? I'm listening to something. Well, like what music you've been listening to? Oh, Max's Raps. Max's Raps. Honestly, I do, I do listen to Max's Raps a lot. The album? Uh, yeah. We have a lot. Like, he's, he, whenever he like, works on stuff, um, we get like, he, like, he'll like, send like, some stuff to us. And it's, it's always cool like, just hearing like, his, like, his process on how he makes this stuff is like, really impressive. Like, he, uh, like, people like, a lot of people, I see a lot of people be like, oh, yeah, like, who, who makes his beats? Like, he makes all of his own beats. He makes the beats. He records the raps. He puts it all together. He masters it. It's crazy. He does it on like such short notice. So yeah, I do listen. I actually do listen to Max's raps a lot. Critically acclaimed, I believe the album is called, right? The, yeah. the one that they released. Mixtape. He's he's working on a full uh, platinum Max one that will come out at some point. So. Oh, that's gonna be sick. All right. So that's what he's listening to. Bryce, what about you? Um. Aside from Max. What what am I listening to? Uh, Andrew, you know Andrew Judge. Andrew Judge has been uh, pitching this song to me for a week now to listen to. Uh, for For Never by Pink Sweats. Okay. And uh, if this segment was called What You Have Not Been Listening To, it's that song because I keep avoiding listening to it. Every time he tries to put it on, I'll turn the volume down or I'll stop the car or I will just not listen to it. So... Uh, I don't know what I'm what I've been listening to, but I definitely haven't been listening to For Never by Pink Sweats, even though Andrew says it's the the song of the summer, he he says. Song of the summer. Well that means a lot coming from Lil Toaster. Lil Toaster dude, I've been listening to Lil Toaster. Everyone go everyone go listen to Lil Toaster. Okay. Well, very yeah. good. Um uh, Ryan, what about you? Uh over the weekend my girlfriend's brother in law he's uh he's a bit of an old head on the uh on the metal scene and he gave me a lot of great albums that i was listening to on my way home uh one of them being Snapcase, which i know was a uh, favorite of mr Brody lee rest in peace and uh just a lot of other bands from that's that era uh, earth crisis vision of disorder got a lot of a lot of good a lot of good choices in that uh also had a ween album stuck in there as well i don't know if you guys ween. are familiar with ween but uh love some they, ween they're they're pretty fucking awesome don't fucking giggle don't giggle. It was funny. Don't giggle. It was funny. Uh, I have been listening to uh, the most recent Cannibal Corpse album, Violence Unimagined. Uh, that's a band that just don't miss. They just, they just don't fucking miss. Every album they put out is just hard as fuck. Uh, and I'm a, a very big fan. Um, I've been listening to like a lot of, a lot of Sad Boy bullshit as of late we're all sad boys uh i've been listening to a, a real a real strong amount of it so uh i'm gonna give a shout out to one of the sillier albums i've been listening to by a band i, I want to say it's pronounced pew 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 but it's p-k-e-w so maybe it's like pew. uh their album plus one that came out in 2017 just some good old fat just imagine like andrew wk but faster just faster Andrew WK, stupid fucking lyrics talking about liking pizza and drinking with your friends. Uh, how, how is that sad boy? 
I well, I said I've been listening to a lot of Sad Boy, so I'll pick something that's been yeah. oh, okay. less okay. Sad Boy. But they talk about getting drunk all the time, so like that's pretty sad. Yeah, I can't imagine drinking alcohol. It's for criminals. All right. Well, that seems um, strongly worded. You know what I say? Only criminals drink alcohol. Right. Criminals and, and people who love dogfighting. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, the, sometimes they're one and the same and they host a podcast. Oh. Ryan. <laughs> yeah, Ryan. Fucking Ryan over here loving dogfights. Well, um... Oh, also, I just want to give a quick shout-out. Give Up the Goods will be releasing their new EP uh, on Friday. The For 4th. the birds. For the birds. Good job, Give Up the Goods. Uh, if you want to listen to what that'll sound like, just listen to our episodes with guitar player Matt Brescia, uh, and that'll give you a good idea of what it sounds like. Just a lot of brum, brum, dangs. Uh, it's just Mudvayne Uh Yeah, excited about that. I also saw that uh, Moon Tooth announced a show with... Um, uh, Lost Becomes with our good friend Anthony Capozzi as well as Miralist uh, friends of the podcast so that'll be fun as well anyway uh, we're going to wrap this up this absolutely chaotic episode of FFC that followed no rules whatsoever um, we had so much fun and what I would like to do is of course this is not about us this is about you so Bobby, Bryce Fucking yes. put yourselves over. Put yourselves over. Hello, I'm Bryce. You can follow me at Bryce D. Shook. Bryce D. Shook on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can follow Shook Crew at Shook Crew. Uh, you can go to Pro Wrestling Tees and get our shirts. We've sold so many shirts over the last month. It's crazy. It's so nice. We sell mad shirts now. And you can have one. So go to Pro Wrestling Tees, so Shook Crew. You can buy our shirts. And Bobby will be putting up a Bobby Orlando shirt on there soon, which you can buy. Probably. Better. That's, that's exciting. I already have the Shook Crew one. I do need to get your new one, Bryce's. I like a lot. So, Bobby, just, just waiting on you. Put it up, I Bobby. The people want the Bobby Orlando shirt. They do. So what the people yeah, want. Wait. Uh, well. And, Bobby, put yourself over. Da, Bobby. Instagram and Twitter at the Bobby Orlando on both. I have a YouTube channel that I rarely post to because YouTube is dying, just like humans. Every day we're getting closer to death. Life is fleeting. Plus, follow me on those two platforms, prowrestlingtees.com slash crew. And uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, Well, guys, I really want to thank you for coming on. I have been looking forward to getting you on for a while, Bobby, and I'm really glad that uh, you were gracious enough to come on and share just pearl after pearl of wisdom with us. Oh, you're welcome. I would, I would do it again. I, I hope so. Um, you guys are welcome to come on whenever, whenever you feel like shamelessly putting yourselves or any of your friends over. You're always welcome here. Uh, Ryan, any parting shots? Uh, thank you for putting up with our little podcast. Uh, we will find the cure to death. Uh, I hope it doesn't dismay you guys from continuing the good fight, but just know that uh, that will come. It's and, uh It's, it's inevitable. <laughs> they're, wait, they're waiting for Damien to go out. And but, uh, they're they're going to drop it. Yeah, you guys are fucking awesome, and I can't wait to uh, actually see you guys in person. Hopefully soon. Match. Hopefully, hopefully some Long Island shows opening up. 
definitely looking forward to that. Or in Worcester, which fucking stupid. What stupid town pronounces itself like that? Worcester. Worcester. That's what it is. Worcester. Whatever. They can't, they can't tell the difference between a goat and a sheep, so unsurprising that they named their town Worcester. Yeah, fucking idiots. Well, <laughs> we just lost our Worcester fan base. I don't care. <laughs> they should know. They should know the difference between animals. That's fine. Our whole audience comes from Oakland anyway. So nice. for Bobby, for Bryce, for Ryan, and for myself, this has been the most electrifying, must-listen-to podcast in sports entertainment. This has been... F, F, C, like DMD. Ah. Ah. Is this where the outro goes? <laughs> this is FFD. <laughs> yeah, just like a little loungy thing. <laughs> <laughs>